Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. <gasps> Wait, who are you? <laughs> Strange voice man, please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm your producer. You should probably know me. Oh, yeah. Hi, Brian. What are you doing here? Welcome to the front porch with Lauren Jewell. Wayne said some stuff to uh, all, all pointers, and we're going to kind of listen to it and comment on it and, and and think about and do some reflections and some hmm. planning. Okay. I'm excited. I mean, if you're okay with planning. Um, it's kind of my life, so sure. Okay. Let's go Good. into it. If you think about the last decade, you have changed a lot too. What did your life look like on January 1st, 2010? Brian, what did your life look like on January 1st, 2010? Well... Let's see. I was I was still in college. I had just met my now wife. Hmm. She's um, pretty cool. Yeah, I like her. Um, I was working at FedEx and still in the military, but just in the Air National Guard, not like active or anything. I don't know you're doing that. A lot of things to do. Mm, okay. So where were you? Um. Yeah. So, so I would have been on Christmas break in the eighth grade. I would have been cool. Uh, Ten years, thirteen you're, you're, years old. You're not going to shout out like your middle school or anything oh, like that. No, you don't <laughs> have school spirit for your junior high. Yeah, so I was in junior high. Um, and okay, uh, when I heard Wayne ask this, I had to do some research. So basically, search through my Facebook, which I believe I had for about six months yeah, at me, the time. Me too. But yeah, according to my profile, I had just received um, my very first digital camera. Uh, it was a baby blue Canon PowerShot. I was just about to apply for my very first job um, as a counselor in training at a local summer camp, which I ended up getting. And then How was summer camp? Summer camp was fun. Do you feel that uh, what you're doing now is better than summer camp counselor or Ooh. is summer camp counselor like tough to live up to? I was never a counselor. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I did that for like seven years, I think. Um, and that's actually when I went into college. That's what like my goal was. I was like, I'm not a summer camp counselor, <laughs> but I wanted to go into like camp management. And like, oh. I was like, I'm going to own a camp someday. And like, it's going to be great. And then. Like a good camp though, right? Not Yeah. A good, a good one. I was going to say some camps, not such a positive connotation. Yeah. A, a, a camp with an abundance of rubber chickens. I think okay. would be if you can picture that kind of camp. I feel and like, like that canoes sounds like a clown and... camp. Until you had canoes. I, I mean, it seems like it would be hard to fit with those big shoes. Like in ooh. a canoe. Hmm. Maybe the canoe is like looks like a giant shoe. I don't want a clown camp. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> that, you would terrify all of the other camps if you guys had like a <laughs> giant shoes or yeah. like giant red shoes too. Man. Just a bunch of kids dressed as clowns. If you like <laughs> had like a camp across the water or something and right. you had like a challenge, uh-huh. you would definitely scare all of them. Oh, man. And with like the little like clown horns honking all the time and they had oh, little flower if you just heard, shoot water uh, as if well. If you just heard the clown horns honking like, across <laughs> the, the lake distance, at night. <laughs> oh, through the fog. <laughs> <laughs> what else did Wayne say? We want you to continue growing with the company in the next decade. That's why we're going to roll out personal development plans or PDPs. Do you get a podcast development plan? I don't do plans so much, but I have a few goals. I want to do a live show at some point, like at the conference or the area show or something. That would be fun. Okay. 
I think I would like to make remotes a regular thing. Oh, that reminds me. We need to do some video. Oh, really? Yeah. That's We're, part of the goals? We're going to yep. do some videos? Yep. Cool. Wynn says he want, he likes video. I like videos, and too. And then we don't have to separately make these videos that we exist internally. But we can also just do the podcast, and then we can just do everything all at once. And then we can use the video to promote the podcast and, okay. you know, some synergy. Nice. That's smart. So people will actually be able to see what they're hearing. Yep. Use double That the means senses. people will know what we look like, which oh. I don't know. Well, if we're talking about development plans for the next 10 years, do you think we could include a third sense and make it so hearing, seeing, and smelling? Is that a desirable goal? Also, now I'm thinking, like, if you're listening to a podcast, you have earphones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you stick something in your nose <laughs> that is not going to look knows? cool at all for anyone walking around? <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't think that technology has been developed yet, but if you want to create some prototypes, I'd be happy to review them. Another goal I have mm-hmm. is I think that I want to get to the point where some people don't arrive at us because they are familiar with point of rental, but people arrive at point of rental because they know of the podcast. Ooh, Okay. I'd be on board for that. I don't know how I'm gonna me- would we'd be able to measure that, but it would be cool. Mm. Maybe but we I should have, have a years place to figure it out. People so can like write us fan mail or something. Yeah. Do we want to make an email? It's gonna be awkward email? when we're just writing to ourselves. Well, I mean, for like the first four years, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> maybe by year five, <laughs> we'll get something. From I'll at least else. get my mom to write something. Oh, okay, that would good. Be nice. Oh yeah, I'll ask my mom to write something too. Yeah. She'll probably even send cookies. Smell-o-vision. Mm, I'd like to interview an animal. What animal would you interview? Um, well, preferably one that, like, talks back a lot. <laughs> that would be helpful. Um, unless we're doing video, then, like, just a, mute be a silent. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, I think they, like, that's a thing where they teach animal sign language now, like, so like, that you can communicate. So at least a gorilla. I yeah. Mean, gorillas speak. Coco. Yeah, I could be like a who's the lady who does all the Jane, not Jane, Jane Austen. Goodall? Jane Goodall. Yeah, not Jane Austen. I mean, she might have <laughs> no, done stuff with probably. gorillas at some point in her life. <laughs> Wait, a, she was. She was weird the actual... mashup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's yeah. let's train some gorillas <laughs> to do like sense and sensibility. Ooh, that would be interesting. But silent. Ooh. But entirely, <laughs> entirely unrelated to the podcast, but. Definitely something that you can aspire to. So in the next 10 years, should we actually become more adept at... Watch a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Watch a movie and then have some commentary on maybe a rental movie. Do those exist? Point of rental, like, it started renting movies. So maybe we could do that. And then we'll be getting back to our roots. Oh, yeah. Maybe that could be one of our bits. We need to do bits. Getting back to our roots. More bacon bits. No, not bacon (laughs) We just do movie reviews of movies from when Point of Rental started movies. So, like, <laughs> 1972, 1973 movies? I mean, it was founded in 1983, so <laughs> it would be really weird <laughs> to specialize in 10-year-old movies. Uh, so, I'm thinking, like, 80s, maybe early 90s. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I've, I've seen 80s movies. Those are kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like, really, it's just going to be, I want to watch some old movies. So is that enough goals? I think we've beaten the goals into the ground. <laughs> okay. But at least we've beaten them into the ground for a reason. Yeah, to have goals. Over the next several months, you will be getting more information on what that looks like. Well, we're one step ahead of you, Wayne. Maybe, maybe we'll do it right later. Yeah, but it was kind of fun doing it wrong, maybe. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> um, so next thing, Wayne says, I'm looking forward to what the 2020s has in store for all of us. Yeah, me too. So, um, yeah, 2020s, we're ready for you. Hope you are too. Oh, and there's also an interview coming after this. I thought I should tell you. Oh, really? Who hey, am I interviewing? Hey, remember how I said that I <laughs> interviewed people in other places? Really? Yeah. <gasps> Andrew and I went to A to Z Equipment Rental, and Ooh. I interviewed people there. So I'm not interviewing anyone? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Well, listen to Brian in his interview here. I'm sure it's great. Why do you go to the ARA show? Most people we talk to say it's fun, educational, and they're able to see cool things that they can use over the next year. Are you talking about Point of Rentals pre-ARA show reception? Actually, I was asking the audience what they liked about going to the ARA show. Oh, because Point of Rentals ARA show reception has plenty of fun, swag, and cool stuff. And if you already use Point of Rental, then the annual training after the show is an entire day of showing you cool things you can use in your software to make it easier in 2020. I guess it would be easy to do both. Yeah, just visit pointofrental.com slash ARA2020 and register now. And visit booth 2481 at the ARA show in Orlando. Start with we'll start with some basics. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? And and what do you do here at A to Z? My name is Joe Crossy. Uh, I'm originally from Queens, New York, and I'm the store manager at the Phoenix branch of A to Z Equipment. Cool. So you, you're from Queens. What brought you down to Phoenix? I came out here to go to trade school at a UTI Universal Technical Institute, and uh, while I was going there, I met my wife. And uh, we went back home to New York when I graduated, but it did not agree with her. So uh, we ended up moving back to Phoenix, Arizona, and here I am 25 years later. <laughs> so is she from the area then? Yeah, she's a native of Phoenix. Okay, cool. So when you were growing up, did you envision yourself working uh, in rental, or did you have other... Uh... My dad was always in construction. He was a roofer for about 40 years. And uh, I always thought I'd end up in construction. I started enjoying working with my hands. I, I did some work as a mechanic for a long time. I did a little bit of construction, and I got a job accidentally at a rental yard in New York, and it, I just liked it. It was You could sell the same thing over and over again. It was kind of cool. So when you say accidentally, like what, you're just walking by on the street and you tripped and suddenly you were employed, or...? Um, I, I answered a job for a mechanic that it said uh, needs to be willing to try to fix anything. And I said, that sounds kind of cool. And when I went there, it was literally anything. There was the first thing I ever fixed was a, uh, a champagne fountain. Okay. And after working on forklifts and stuff like that, that was quite the little mix up. So champagne fountains, towable air compressors, backhoes, uh, you know, literally in the snow out in the field and uh it was never the same thing twice in rental it's always something different okay so do you have like a special place in your heart for a champagne fountain 
Um, I, I always, I smile when I look at them because I, I, I've taken so many apart and, um, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a little fond remembrance. Cool. Uh, so you've already kind of mentioned it. What's, what's your favorite part of working in the rental industry? Uh, it's just, it's never the same day twice. Uh, and here at A to Z equipment, we, we also sell, uh, and we, we, we sell equipment, we sell parts, we service the equipment we sell. Uh, and being a manager, I get involved with all aspects of it, and plus the warehousing, um, and the the back end of it, the back office end of it. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to work for people that uh, know me by name and include me in a lot of things and allow me to become vocal. And you know, they ask my opinion for decisions. So it's it, it's a wonderful place to work for me, and it, it's literally never the same day twice. Have you been working for A to Z the entire time you've been down here, or um, I, I worked for another rental yard for about six months, and it wasn't um, organized. It was a very, uh, it was an older place. I won't say the name. It was just uh, they weren't up to up to snuff, in my opinion. And I rapidly started looking for other um, places to work. And I, I actually, they sent me one day on a parts run to A to Z Equipment. And I was just impressed with how meticulous everything was compared to where I was. Everything was in a line. Everything had a number. Everything, it wasn't just mom and pop. It was, it was organized. And people were there for 10 years, 15 years that I was talking to. And I thought I'd give it a shot. And 24 years later, we're still going. So now maybe you're that guy that someone comes in on a parts run and sees and is like, oh, hey, this guy's been here a really long time. They seem to have it. People are generally shocked when they hear. I don't think that's too common anymore. I, I, uh, I'm not fond of uh, interviews, and I'm not fond of, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think you look Thank in you the paper. Thank you for coming here today. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't even think you look in the paper anymore. Everything's pretty much. But the last time I went looking for a job, I, 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 I was looking at newspaper ads. <laughs> um, so it's a little different now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, they treat me right. And uh, they provide a good environment. I, I really don't have a reason to look. Have you been able to get out into some uh, like industry events and see people from other rental stores? Do you know if that's kind of a common thing? Where I know, as far as I've talked to a lot of people, it's there are a lot of family businesses, and it feels there's a lot of it feels like the owners know you. Yeah, the the Dickersons, uh, Vicky and and Doug and their son Grant. And before them, Fred Matricardi, the uh, patriarch of A to Z equipment, um, always knew my name, uh, always knew what I was doing, uh, good and bad. You know, they uh, praised me when I was doing well and had the wisdom to tell me when I was doing wrong. Um, and I, I've always, it's always, you know, it's slowly developed into a, a family atmosphere, maybe dysfunctional at times, but, uh, but nevertheless, a family atmosphere. I feel welcome here. Um, they ask for my opinion frequently. I'm talking about other rental yards. I mean, they, uh, were involved in the ARA mm -hmm. and, uh, they've taken me to several, uh, ARA gatherings in, in Vegas, Anaheim, and, um, very, uh, honored that they would do that investment and travel with me and allow me to travel with them rather and, and go to experience those things where you see all these vendors and meet other people from other parts of the country, sometimes from out of the country, uh, met some guys from Australia. They mm -hmm. call it hire instead of rental over there. 
Um, but yeah, very fortunate. Um, I, 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 I believe I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at. Um, so when you go to the area show with, with uh, Doug and Vicky, do you, do you get involved in some of their possible purchasing decisions? They uh, sometimes ask for my opinion. Um, maybe, uh, you know, what do you think about servicing this machine? What could be the good points and the bad points? Sometimes they'll give me a list and say, go to these areas and tell me what you think. And sometimes they just say, go, you know, have fun, see if you can find something. Um, and then I'll get a call and they'll say, hey, come to this booth and sh- tell me what you think. Um, and, uh, I, you know, it's not too many places are like that anymore. You're just a number. And it, uh, it touches me when they have that much faith in me and uh, allow me to uh, have a, you know, how many people have a say in, you know, what their company's doing. It's, it's pretty rare. And I, like I said, I, I feel very fortunate that they include me in those processes. Is there, okay, so this is one of those kind of along with that. Is there anything that you guys have gotten here at A to Z that you were thinking, no one's going to want this, and then it just was super popular? Um, well, let's see. There were some things that I said that's not going to work, and it really didn't work. But um, a lot of party stuff, um, you know, there's party has is pretty trendy, and they'll say, you know, we're buying this new widget, you know, farmhouse tables or something, and I'm like, what? What are we gonna? I go, the other tables, one guy can move them. Now you're buying a table that two guys need to move. This is silly, and sure enough, we can charge like four times more for it, and it. They, they book up, and I would have never called it in a million years, but they, they rent. Yeah. Um, but party is pretty interesting like that, and here we do both the equipment and the party side, and um, which makes it a little more interesting. But, uh, yeah, party always surprises me. I'll see things that I don't think anybody's going to want, and people pay good money to prove me wrong. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's a win-win for you, though. Yes, I, I'm more than happy to be wrong. <laughs> um. You mentioned that you have a lot of different roles within your job. Would you do you have a favorite part of your job? Helping my guys, um, training my guys. Um, I you know, you know, I don't want. I don't think I'm a smart person, but I've just been around and seen things. So by default, I know things just because I've been around for a while. And when people, I when when people are confused or don't understand something, and they come to me, and I can. I can see the light go on in their eyes when I'm talking to them. They're like, oh, they get it. Um, that's really fulfilling for me. And with customers, you know, one of the things they come in and they're looking to solve a problem. Um, you know, one of our models here at A to Z Equipment is making life easier. And uh, when I can make a customer's life easier, when I can say, you know, they can come in and they're like, how am I going to get this done? And I make a couple recommendations. And they can get a, a, a what would have been a very expensive project done with a uh, with a uh, contractor done in a week in a weekend or two with some tools they rented from us. You know they're very appreciative, and they become repeat customers, and it's it's a good feeling. You know, has anyone ever done it, something like especially cool as a way of saying thank you for your extra assistance? I've gotten a couple hugs over the years. We've gotten some pizza. Um, a lot of, lot of heartfelt appreciation, uh, people that were, you know, thought they were going to have to spend thousands on a plumber and 
you know, we, we get them through it, you know, teach them how to thread pipe. When you see genuine appreciation, not just, hey, thanks, you know, when somebody tears up and they're like, oh my God, you know, I thought I was going to not be able to pay my mortgage this month. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That does sound cool. Five important questions. Five important, Five important questions. questions. Five important questions. Sorry, we're, we're going to go to the important questions. Everything else. Sorry, none of this was important. Okay. Um, what would you say is your greatest success in life? Uh, my kids, my kids, um, I have a, a daughter and a son. My son works at one of our other branches in the party division. And, uh, I'm just happy to be a dad, happy to say, you know, I helped raise that, you know, um, they're pretty good kids. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie and say, you know, every dream I've ever had for them has come true, but they're they're good kids and they try hard and um, they're good people and I'm I'm real happy to be with them. I'm happy uh, me and my wife could bring them into the world and raise them. That's good. So your son does party. So does he help uh, teach you some of the some of the things about party? We uh, we we he he tries to. Um, I uh, party. I mean, I twenty twenty years ago I used to take pride that. I knew every single piece of equipment we had backwards and forwards. I knew uh, what it was called, the the category and class in the computer, what part with the I could rattle off the part numbers off the top of my head for common service items, party, whatever. Now it's expanded with I mean, you know, everybody laughs at me because they say, Joe, we're renting out stemless wine glasses, and I say that's not a wine glass, that's a cup once you take the stem off. Yeah. And uh, me and my son, he tries to explain the stuff to me, but uh, I think I'm too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice when you started your career, what would it be? Close your mouth and open your ears. Is, is there a particular instance that you can think of where that would have helped? Uh, there are too many to list, sir. I, uh, when I was younger, I was very impulsive and uh, aggressive, impatient. Um, it was, uh, I mean, I don't want to say angry, but definitely capable of being angry. Uh, if somebody messed up, it was the end of the world. If something went wrong, it was the end of the world. Yeah. Um, now I, I have the maturity to look at it as a, as a learning experience and, uh, life is a lot less stressful home and at work. Yeah. I think that's something most people can identify with. Being, Absolutely. You know. It's just a lot easier. <laughs> so what's your most embarrassing moment of your career? Wow. Um, most embarrassing? Really, well, you can say any embarrassing one because I won't know if it was actually your most. It could be like maybe <laughs> your second most. Well, I, I started working here in, in 95, and the world was a little different back then. Um, nowadays you hear about, uh, hazing and that's a bad word. Um, hazing was, um, somewhat enforced back then in, in, in a joshing happy manner. And, uh, we were having a meeting after work and, uh, we were going over safety equipment and, uh, lifts and we have hoists on the wash rack to lift items like a mechanical hoist. And my, my foreman, I was, I was new on the job and my foreman asked me to try on the hoist and the, try on the, uh, 
har safety harness for the uh, booms and model it for everybody, show everybody how to sit in it properly. And he said, well, this is just dragging on the ground. So he grabbed the hoist and put my hook on the hook for the hoist and got it up out of the way. And he was showing everybody how to do it. One of the guys thought it would be funny to lift me up in the air above everybody. And uh, we continued the meeting with me up there in the air. And I was just kind of looking around like, how long are they going to leave me here? Yeah. Uh, and it went as far as I think everybody left. They shut the lights off. Um, I was still up there. I think they wanted to hear me cry or something, and I didn't. So they came back and let me down, and that was uh, that was my most embarrassing moment. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound too fun. <laughs> yeah, I, when I was in the military, we had uh, in the warehouse they would like tape duct tape guys up, and then yeah, put them no in. duct tape, but yeah. uh, I was I was flying high for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, this is going to be weird because it was like kind of done to you, but. Normally, our transition here is that it's unfortunate, but you've been sentenced to death for whatever your embarrassing moment was. Oh. So, yeah, you've been sentenced to death for being held up <laughs> in the air. So, what, what is Would you your... like me to change it to something else? No. Or, okay. No, we're good. So, what would your last meal be if you could if you could choose your last meal? Oh. Does my wife know what I'm eating? Or can it be, is, she, is it private? Or do I have to tell the wife it's something unhealthy? <sighs> I mean, if, if you're going out the next meal, I'm going you're out. going out right after the meal anyway, uh, so there's no point in being healthy. Chicken cutlet parmesan. Okay, any sides? Any what? Any sides? Pasta. You're going to have some dessert? Nah. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Uh, I put on a couple pounds. Be nice to see some of them. I've lost them before, but then I find them. Yeah. I'd like to lose them and not find them again. That just, would be nice. Just hide, a, yes, hide behind a wall. I don't expect to be skinny, but a couple less pounds would be easier going up the stairs on the knees, you know? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could change one thing about the rental industry, what would it be? You know, there, there's a lot of things that are frustrating about it. Um, you know, the there's so many, due to the fact that we deal with a broad customer base. I mean, we do um, small contractors, big contractors, um, cities homeowners um then the party end of it also and it's you know just such a wide variety of uh knowledge when you're talking to people it'd be nice if you know everybody um fit into the same mold but uh you know actually the more i as i'm talking about, i wouldn't change anything because it just that would just make it boring that would just right. make, that's part of the Part of what m keeps me here, I think, is the uh, the pain in the tuchus, uh <laughs> the challenges. All right. Uh, tell me something that's true that nobody agrees, or that almost nobody agrees with you about. Stemless wine glasses are not a wine glass; they are a cup. And I kind of agree with you on that one, so I'm not even going to pretend to argue. Uh, tell me a secret about the rental industry. If you allow it to, it's a lot of fun. And it can be very rewarding. So you said you do know some people from uh, other stores. Who, who's a person that I should talk to outside of A to Z for this podcast in the future? Uh, Bob Nally at Apache Rentals. He's a good man. Mm -hmm. And his son, whose name I forget. Spence. Oh, okay, that's right. They have this system too. They're good people. I really enjoy. Uh, they're, they're just down to earth and I like them. I like their business model too. They, they got a good setup. Cool. All right. Thank you for sitting down with me. No, no problem. You have a good day.
don't drink and drive is the moral of that bit. I guess I don't really know what guerrilla warfare is, okay? <laughs> John Elway sells cars. Don't drink and drive. No. But if you do, remember Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> hey, just stick this in your nose. Don't worry about it. Cookie Monster eats cookies. Cookie Monster doesn't receive them and not eat them. 